I want to talk about Aaron Rodgers and today breaking news, Lamar Jackson required, uh, requested a trade from the Ravens. So before we go down this additional <laughs> rabbit hole with them, I don't understand why the Jets would put all their eggs in this Aaron Rodgers basket for a guy who's, what, 38 now? 39? 39. I don't know what the Packers are expecting back. I mean, obviously, the 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 Jets probably want the Packers to eat some of that money, which means the Jets would have to give up a higher pick in order to offset that money thing. But it's like, why wouldn't the Jets, who are in need, because you don't know what the fuck you're having a year from now with Aaron Rodgers, why wouldn't the Jets just make a move for Lamar Jackson and give up the two firsts if you sign him on to that <clears throat> that franchise tag? Well, see, this this is my opinion here, and I I am with you. I don't I, – I kind of already talked about Aaron Rodgers. I don't get the allure at this point. I, I don't think he's the one – he's the missing piece to a Jets Super Bowl. Is he way better than what they've been trotting out there? Yes. <laughs> Undoubtedly so. And they have a very good roster. So they'll be competitive, but they're, they'll be in a tougher division. And, you know, he's one, maybe two seasons – left so they're going all in right now my issue on the lamar jackson side is you you have to give up two first it's and i don't believe aaron Rodgers is going to fetch one first when this is all said and done right no. i don't i think and now the jets have two second round picks since they traded elijah moore away i think that's there was probably a lot of trying to get this deal done involved in that trade because it depends how much money they green bay is going to eat certainly and that's where they're kind of probably both digging their heels in, right? Like sure. Green Bay knows that Aaron Rodgers isn't playing for them and they don't want him back. Right. The Jets know that as well. So they're like, we're not gonna, we're not gonna cave here. Like, because you're not just gonna sit on that cash. Right. So let's let's find a happy median. So it's going to happen. I mean, it's just a matter of when, you know, who who blinks first. The Lamar Jackson thing, it's the two first round picks plus whatever reports you want to believe is that he wants like the most get like he wants a Deshaun Watson type contract, which the NFL does not want to do. And the irony, I read about a Browns article too, where they were saying that Andrew Berry's put the NFL in a pickle, right? Where they're kind of already, it's a sunk cost for them. Now they've already, they already made the commitment to Deshaun Watson. These quarterbacks are going to come asking for more and more and more, right? You want parity with mm-hmm. the highest paid at your position. So you're putting 31 other franchises in a compromised position, much like their division mate Baltimore Ravens by upping the ante a bit and seeing if they're willing to do that t- same type of thing. And a ton of quarterbacks are coming up. Joe Barrow, mm-hmm. Justin mm-hmm. Herbert, Jalen Hurts, all coming up for mega extensions. It's going to be interesting to see what they're willing to accept when it sounds like Lamar Jackson isn't willing to accept anything less than what he is asking for. And it's clearly well beyond what the Ravens are willing to pay. So I have to assume it's a shit ton of guaranteed money. So if you're the Jets, you're parting with two first round picks to get a younger talent at the position, but you're also committing financially long-term to this player as well. When Rogers, albeit overpriced himself, is very short window. So I think they're weighing those things of we won't be necessarily on the hook for these contracts right now. 
and Lamar Jackson, as much as I think he's one of the top quarterbacks in the league, a lot of his value is still tied to his legs and his ability to create plays out of structure. And that will fade. You know, that'll fade a lot quicker than a pocket passer will, assuming health of both guys. Don't so, you think he gets the money if he finishes the last two years? I mean, isn't that the big part of it? You can't have all this guaranteed money when teams are unsure if you're going to be on the field. Like, if I'm negotiating from the Ravens' point of view, I'm okay with telling you I'll give you $250 million, but I would want that prorated on a game-started basis. Yeah, get creative with the structure. I mean, you know, neither of us know anything about NFL contract negotiation. That's probably for the best. But, yeah, I mean, you can understand their perspective. And I'm not like – owners over players, but it's business. I mean, you have to understand that. And Lamar Jackson, I'm not going to question the guy, but I don't know that his injury was one that necessarily would have caused him to miss the entire second half of the year. I'm just going to say that. I mean, no conspiracy theorists, but they made the playoffs and there was really never a peep that he was even like close to coming back. Like just, they just didn't talk about it. It was like, Maybe we just won't talk about it and people will stop asking us. You know, he wasn't stepping back on that field until he got what he wanted. And fine, if that's what he wants to do, by all means. I'm not a Ravens fan. I could give a shit. You know, I am a Lamar Jackson fan and an owner, tons of places. So I want him to play football and I want him to play during his prime as well, <laughs> given the athletic upside that he brings with his legs. But to your point, it's. You know, what have you shown us in the last two years that would make us want to make such a large financial commitment to you? Because well, and, you're defending our concerns. Right? Yeah, and, and he's waiting till now to say, okay, now, now I want to be traded. Well, it's it's the end of March, even though r- reportedly this was like on March 5th or something. March Aaron 2nd Rodge- is when Aaron Jackson himself confirmed he requested a trade from the Ravens on his Twitter account. So the Aaron Rodgers thing isn't doesn't I mean obviously there's something going on behind the scenes but but nothing's really happening I mean the the draft's going to be here really quick teams are going to be drafting their quarterbacks of the future we're playing musical chairs here and somebody may be stuck without a seat or they may have a seat without someone to sit in it in, in the case of the Ravens if, if nobody wants to pull the trigger there and Jackson wants to do the Antonio Brown thing and say, uh, or what's his name? Le'Veon Bell. I'm not signing it. I'm not playing this year. So deal with that. I'm sitting a year out. It's, it's pretty, it's an interesting game of chicken for the teams involved and for the NFL draft. I mean, you look at like the Colts. We've talked about this a couple of times. QBs are going one and two. If somebody wants their, their guy that they prefer of, of Richardson or Levis, at three, they're going to jump over the Colts. There is a world where the Colts get their, you know, worst out of the top four guys in this class. Isn't it in their best interest? I mean, I, I and I, I know at some point the, the the timing is cut off where you can't trade this year's first, and it has to be the 2024 and 25. I don't know when that is, but like for right now, for what Again, and it comes down to what kind of contract Jackson wants. And I'm sure that the Colts have kicked the tires on that. They they've have an idea. But I, I don't think it would make sense for the Colts to give up 
I, I heard on the radio today would probably be their first and second this year and their first next year if they did like a trade to acquire him. But the Colts, to me, and Jackson's in a totally different scenario than what they've done the last couple of years, but I don't think the Colts want to bring in a veteran, period, even a relatively young veteran like Jackson. But it, it's just the, the teams, because, you know, Garoppolo already signed, Derek Carr went and signed. The guys moved around where they moved. Even Tampa filled their vacancy. <laughs> There's not a lot of spots for Lamar Jackson to even get traded because he waited too long. Yeah, I I don't believe the Colts go down that path again. They just reset Never. the new coach and everything else. <laughs> Never. Yeah, they n- not love that Lamar Jackson is by far the best of the bunch. Sure. You know, um, but I, I think they're they're committed to finding their long, you know, a, a rookie that they can build the team around, not a premium veteran that then they would have to play, you know you know, uh, cap games with, you know, for the foreseeable future. And the thing is you were saying a first, second and a first, well, they, the non-exclusive, they just have to give two first. So it's a matter of the contract, I believe that they would offer. And then it's a matter of, do the Ravens want to match that? So they would never have to give their second, as far as I understand it, they would have to part. No, with their- that's if they sign them to that, the, to that, uh, the franchise tender, but if they had to trade for him, they well, saying would, they- what are you saying to circumvent the tender? He's already under the tag. So, I mean, his that no, they the, the way it was explained on NFL radio this morning, teams can because he's requesting a trade, they can still put together a trade for him. It wouldn't because you'd still be acquiring his rights where, where you would then have that contract. And if someone else came in and signed that tender, you have you'd have the opportunity to match it so they can still trade to get the rights to him. You could just sign him. I don't listen. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) What I'm reading here, what I athletic is the non-exclusive tag allows a player to negotiate with other teams. If a player on a non-exclusive tag agrees to a deal with a new team, the original team can match it or refuse it and be awarded two first round picks as compensation. So all that the Colts would have to do is give Lamar Jackson what he wants. You know, if it's the, if it's the Sean Watson deal, whatever it is, Five years, two hundred and thirty million, fully guaranteed. The Ravens would not match that, so they would say, "Thanks for the two first round picks." The Colts would have Lamar Jackson under that contract and would have to give their two first round picks. You wonder if he'd sign for less. You know what I mean? Sometimes for for another team, like sometimes the the bridge is <laughs> far too burnt to return to Baltimore. So Baltimore says, "We're not going to give you this deal." Every team says, "We're not going to give you the deal." But you go at fuck Baltimore, I'll go to, you know, whatever. I'll go to Philly for a little bit less because I just am not going back that, no, to thanks. Baltimore. We'll take, we'll, we'll take Jalen Hurts. But, well, I just picked the team, you know what yeah, I mean? I, I, I get where you're at. And it's, you know, he, he that might be what has to happen. But now it's Lamar Jackson is his own agent. And how do you make that happen? You haven't swam in those waters. You don't have the contacts. This is another larger problem. I don't begrudge anyone if they don't want an agent taking a piece of their hard-earned money, but this is complex. I mean, there's contacts and communication and, you know, you know, there's resources. You know, I get he has like the NFLPA that he can lean on, but I, I don't know that I'd want to negotiate for myself. It's just it such high leverage. It's like, it's almost 
there's an implied value <laughs> in these agents if they get the deal that you want done. You didn't have to have any of those uncomfortable conversations and, you know, burn bridges to to your point of, you know, trying to negotiate with your current employer. Like, yeah, we all do it on lesser scales, but this is big business. We're talking about hundreds of millions of dollars. Quarter of a billion, if the rumors yeah. are true. Yeah. It's pretty I mean, funny it's, to think hey, about him calling a GM himself, isn't it? Hello, that's exactly, Lamar Jackson you know. here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the agent, right? I'm calling you about Lamar Jackson, the player, right? He just Which talks is. in third person the whole time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, himself. yeah, we're not talking about me right now. We're talking about Lamar Jackson, the player. <laughs> it's just, Lamar Jackson calling on behalf of Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I mean, it's just, <laughs> it's got, it's just, it can't be a smooth process. I mean, yes, others have done it. Right. But never to this capacity. Right. And it's usually if and I could be totally wrong here, but I'm still going to say it seems like most often when players end up representing themselves, it's after a few contracts, when they become seasoned, they actually do understand the NFL and the language, you know, and they're not looking for $50 million a year. Like Bobby Wagner, I'm pretty sure, negotiates his own contract. Richard Sherman negotiated his own contract. Roquan Smith was a little bit of an anomaly, but look what that did. It got him shipped out of Chicago. He ended up getting a deal, oddly enough, with the Ravens, but it, do- it doesn't seem like that often. It's early on in their career. When Didn't they try, Laramie when Tunsil do his own? Who? Didn't Laramie Tunsil do his own? I mean, uh, I, I know the, he did. Like, I know his his deal was like shorter term with a big guarantee. So they're you know they were praising three, him. Three, he got a three, he did a three year one, and I believe he's highest paid offensive lineman in history. He is. Because, I think he did it. They're saying he did that with, himself. Yeah, with the revenue going up, that he can tap again when he's like thirty. Good you know, him. and likely hit another three-year deal rather than mm-hmm. locking himself in at his current market price. Now you're assuming health there. So there's a sure. risk associated with it as well. But I mean, 75 million over the next three years, it's not a ton of risk. You know, unless dry, dry his eyes, those hundred dollar bills. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, he'll, he'll be okay if shit falls apart, but you know, the Lamar Jackson thing is complex, you know, and extremely interesting to me. I mean, I, I would, you know, to actually know what's truly happening, you know, there's a lot of smoke and mirrors. Like both tribes, both both te- both sides are trying to get their na- their narrative out, right? Um, and you know, the truth usually lies somewhere in the middle. So, to kind of go back where I started. I, I kind of asked the question, but didn't put the screws to you on it. What, okay, he's not going to Carolina. He's not going to Houston. They are absolutely drafting somebody. You and I talked about Indy enough, and we. Do not see a world where they're going to bring in a veteran. So where could he even be traded? Um, <laughs> I, I don't, the- yeah, I don't know the money, but the Falcons have always made a ton of sense to me. Sure. Um, young team, run-based offense, you know, indoors would be just tremendous for Lamar Jackson, uh, greedily from a fantasy perspective. Um, I think the commanders, I don't believe that they're, committed to Sam Howell. I just think they know they're out. That would be the, a good one. And he's, if they're out of the, you know, they're out of the running for some of these top guys this year, but they have a competitive team. Um, I don't think signing Brissett means anything um, for them. The Buccaneers would have been interesting, but they have no money. Like if they just wanted to stay in that window, but they need to hit reset. Um, the Saints, before they signed Carr. Sure. You know, 
would have been interesting. That's I mean, what I said. Right. He waited to like be held. Yeah. Taking less, but you know, it seemed like the Saints were dialed in on car pretty much all the time. So yeah, I mean, I don't think there's an overabundance of teams. Um, because I don't believe the Jets do it. To your point, Houston and Carolina, I I don't think they're they're at the point where they should do it. They're not a Lamar Jackson away. So why are you just going to pay this premium? Draft these young guys and and build around them. I've already went on record saying I don't know that the Texans should be drafting a quarterback this year. I think they just need to suck again and try and get Caleb Williams a year from now and, and draft defense and you know try and build a more competent roster around your eventual starter. Not not name Bryce Young, but I believe I'm going to be wrong there. And I know that NFL head coaches don't share the same mindset as us because listen, you have three shitty years in a row, you're probably not the head coach for that fourth year when you get to draft yeah. the quarterback first overall. So I get that, but Washington and Atlanta still makes sense to me, but Tennessee, the Washington situation maybe? is muddied, right? Because of Snyder and who knows if anyone's even talking to Lamar Jackson right now, because they're worrying about selling the team and keeping their jobs. And Atlanta has said that they, they, they're not interested. I believe they're, they're, they're moving forward with Ritter and that, that I don't understand either um but who knows the titans titans make sense if they're moving on from Tannehill. um so if they could trade I, I don't hate that one now that we've just talked this into existence i don't hate them trading Tannehill to to baltimore they like running the ball take some of the pressure off him i i wouldn't hate that for either one of them yeah and i, I think Tannehill would probably be a cut candidate because again I, I don't know what incentive the Ravens would have to want to trade to absorb that contract and that they've kind of already set their price with these two first round picks. It's really just a matter of what team's willing to give Lamar Jackson what he's looking for as far as a contract. I mean, and again, I don't know where people's caps are at, but we've seen time and time again, you can find money if you, if you want to sign a player, you know? So there's a few teams that I think still make sense. There's just, yeah, like you said, there's, there's not a lot of deck chairs left on the Titanic. He just, right? w- yeah, he waited too long to make. I mean, if he really wanted to be traded, he, he should have the day, but the last piece of confetti fell after the Super Bowl victory. He should have said, Hey, I am available. And that would have probably changed a lot of this because, <laughs> you know, even we mentioned Brissett, they, they, don't do anything with Brissett if they think Lamar Jackson's a potential, you know, in play for them. I, I mean, just picking them off the top of my head, but the teams made moves based on the information available to them at the time, which did not include Lamar Jackson looking to be traded. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. You know, it's, there's better ways he could have gone, gone about it, but, you know, this is where we find ourselves. I mean, why did he wait three weeks to to and you know make it known that he requested a trade three weeks ago? You know, I, I don't understand that. Where's the value in that? I mean, if you're asking for a trade and shit, go public with it. You know, I'm sure there's behind the scenes, but you got to make sure everyone knows, right? You know, three weeks ago, hey, I'm available. Yeah, yeah. Once once you're single, you go and update that that Tinder profile, right? I mean. Yeah, you know, available or whatever it is. I mean, you don't just Grinder. like ah, everyone. Will, everyone will figure it out, right? <laughs> Give it a couple of weeks. So, who it's, knows? It's it's days of our lives drama for NFL fans, and and I'm here for it.
asshole. I, mean, I think he, like you said, I think he's awesome. Well, yeah, you put it out there. Listen, it's not me. I want to go to New York? I want. I just don't think. Um, like, and I'm seeing all this like, like Aaron Rodgers makes him a Super Bowl contender. I'm like, I, I think he makes him a playoff contender. Like, I don't know that it's Super Bowl. I mean, he's stronger in the NFC, in my uh, my humble opinion. So. You're moving over to the AFC. You already got to get past the Bills. I don't. I, still I like don't the think Dolphins. they win their division. And the Patriots. Yeah, I mean it's it's a hard division. Come to, and I also don't think he's like the peak of his powers anymore. No. Yeah. So you want to you want to uh, a, a high quality game manager? <laughs> I mean that's it's more than speed we're talking about. Uh, angle on it, but I'll I'll wait till we're actually doing the episode. But yeah, I don't get, I don't see the draw, and like now I don't know who's playing chicken. I mean, the Jets are in a spot where I I, I don't know who's over the barrel. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. are. are, are because the fucking Packers don't want him either. <laughs> so, the yeah, Packers I mean, don't the irony is bad. he so it's not. Yeah, but he's not going anywhere, right? Because his contract, he just makes way too much money. Like that. What are the Packers going to say? Go sit at home. I mean, if they're really drawing that hard a line, like with, well, they would, we have they to see would, Jordan Love. Like we're going to pay you $15 million. Huh? They, I think they would encourage him. How to can you retire. urge someone to retire when there's fifty some million on the on the table? Listen, I get it, but that's what they were yeah, saying. Though. That's what they said was the right. rumor coming out of the combine was they just <clears throat> the Packers just wanted him to say, "I'm not coming back. I'm done." So the fact that he's coming so they back and they've dealt with Aaron Rodgers for you know. 20 go to what 20 years that's what you're saying you know like over a decade now they they're they're not aware that this dude's not just gonna like be like yeah yeah sure guys <laughs> do you solid i we're think they're i here. think they're even more oh, shit, 18 years it is almost tw- two decades <laughs> i think they're even more like- disgusted now because every every end of every season they have to wait and see you know they put that game with him they extended them recently. Oh, for sure. Year deal. Yeah. Yeah. Yearly cash, 59.5 mil in actual Benjamins. <laughs> like, have to get hit. Is that what this year? Huh? Is that what he's er- – this year? Yes, that's yearly cash. His cap hit is just under $100 million. How could you feel the team? I mean, that's that's the point. Talk about bending him over a barrel. I mean, he's wondering why he's looking around. And there's no one there to catch fucking passes. You know, it's like you you better get these rookies up to speed. <laughs> that's, that's all you get. So they're so his they're out next year. Would still be a twenty five, roughly twenty four and a half million dead because his cash that year is just under fifty forty nine three. So it finally flips savings, but they still have a $25 million dead cap. I've seen that thing making the rounds the last couple of days. Um, did you see, speaking of crazy contracts, 
Did you <laughs> did you see who's the third or fourth highest player on the Cincinnati Reds this year? Ken Griffey Jr. <laughs> Fantastic. I was like, he ain't got nothing on Bobby. He ain't got nothing on Bobby Bonilla. No. Yeah. No, Bobby is to what he mastered. The there's actually quite back. a few. I was bored at work a couple nights ago. Oh, there's was, a lot. Yeah, for baseball. Yeah, mm-hmm. a lot of the guys have the deferred money. I yeah. can't remember who else I looked at. And yeah, they're making $3 million a year for another five or 10 years. So I was like, good for that. But I would too. That, that Why, passive, passive income just keeps showing up in the bank every year. <laughs> like, yeah. Every you, know, July you, wait, you, know, you know, a baseball oh. team's not going to go bankrupt. Right, that's 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 gold bars right if there. The Jets, not the the Mets. If the Mets, if the Mets didn't, nobody can. Right? I well, mean, they got yeah. they got Cohen's completely like, trapped in the fucking Madoff scandal. So if they didn't go broke, no one yes. could go broke. You're nah, not going to make they, a bigger you, fuck up than that. Too big to fail. 